0: This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioca.
1: Good morning and welcome
2: to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca and we are talking savings investments and the markets. Uh, and uh, how to how to handle it, how to understand it with your retirement. Uh, the motto and the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. To save aggressively, and invest conservatively, and by that, you want to start with your savings plans. You want to take out every 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 paycheck. You want to take out a certain amount of money, put it away for retirement. Typically, ten percent plus the company match. And that's going to get where you you need to be for retirement, and, and and I think I think the 401k plans have been really the biggest wealth creator in the world today. Uh, people put away money; they have enough for retirement, and, and and they don't have to worry about it after that. If, they, if you can put away, the numbers are basically this: they're ten percent. Plus the company match. It, the, the actual research has said about thirteen percent, and and that that'll get you where you need to be. Then you can spend the money on whatever you want. After that, it, and, and 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 with the idea you can have a pretty good retirement. And the nice thing about this is, look, this works if you're making twenty thousand dollars a year, or if you're making three hundred thousand dollars a year. It's it, it's the same. It's the same strategy. It works. It's basically income-based savings, and so that's that's really what you want to try to do. Is you really want to start there, build up wealth, uh, and this is becoming more important. Look, we talked about this on the show for for well over a decade now. Uh, in in I think it's fifteen years or something like that. It, it, it's been remarkable run. And they, but, but understand, when we started the show, the savings rate was zero. We've had a huge We've had the coronavirus pandemic, and people – actually, the savings rates have ramped up even higher, and 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 that's – people get it. We went from a 1% savings rate to 7 8% savings rate, which is fantastic. Right now, looking – we are running a trillion-dollar budget deficit this year. The coronavirus hit. We're borrowing about 50% of all the money we spend – Right now, I mean, there's no way the Federal Reserve has just pumped in three trillion dollars uh, uh, into into the uh, their balance sheet, increase their balance sheet buying bonds. There's no way that that you can depend on your Social Security over the long term. Is it going to go broke? No, they're just going to inflate their way out of this mess, and that endangers part of your savings plan. And, and so we're going to be discussing some of this on the show today. Uh, a couple ways you can listen. You can listen anywhere in the world by going to uh, 1070 KNKH's website, 10, the answer 1070. Uh, hit the listen live button. We have podcast at the radio station as well. You can catch our podcast during the week as a repeat as well. So there's a lot of ways to listen. Uh, you can call in if you want, uh, 713-339-1070. And so a lot of ways to participate. We just sent out our most recent max out savings report. As well, and uh, that's a free report. You can also I uh, write that to help you with saving, helping to build up wealth and look, one of the big themes really, and the report of what we 're talking about is inflation and and, and I think we're going to continue to see higher levels of inflation going forward. we've been talking about this inflation a lot of people don 't realize inflation was going up before the coronavirus hit. It was already starting to grow. Wage growth was going up, prices were going up, and, and we had a dip when, during the lockdown, but, but it, it, it's been surprising. It, we, just our most recent numbers came out. Uh, August, CPI was 0.4%. Uh, core was uh, one point one point three percent Core CPI since May is at 5.1% inflation. I'm going to repeat that. Core CPI since May is at 5.1% inflation. Uh, that that's the strongest quarter since May of 1991, it, 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 and so, so so we're seeing this shift start to happen. Now, is it going to go up like this? A lot of this, there are shortages of a product, there's shortage of commodities, uh, and, and there's a lot of buying. Uh, people, the coronavirus, what it's done is it shifted the way people think, and and it, it shifted the way they look at life and 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 uh we we've talked this about this in the show people are moving out of the big cities you know they they view them as dangerous unsafe places with ridiculous high taxes i mean we're it's it just we're so fortunate to be living in Houston Texas or we look i mean we've had some protests quite frankly they've been pretty mild uh everyone generally gets along uh this is one of the most diverse city i think it is the most diverse city in the united states of america people get along in in Houston of all races, and and uh, I one time saw a statistic in the number of, of of language spoken by by the students. I forgot what the number was. It seemed like it was over a hundred. It was just astonishing. And and people get along in this town, but other places you, you you've got democratically controlled governments that you know that really are quite frankly corrupt. I and mean, we don't have the corruption in this city. I mean. It, it, it's a pretty honest. People are honest. This is a law-abiding city. It, it, Texas is a law and order state. I mean, this 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 goes back. This goes back over a hundred years. This goes back to when all the Germans came over here it, it, in, in the early uh, late 1800s. These people are law and order people. They like things the way it is, it, and that's the way we are in this town. This isn't Chicago. It's not New York City where we're paying off everybody. It, it, you know, where there's rampant crime and in out of control uh, you know looting this is this is Houston so we're fortunate here but in other parts of the country people are re- rethinking what they want to do with their life where they want to go and, and you're seeing bigger trends happening so we're seeing a lot of these shifts happening this is, we're this is accelerate this is accelerating a lot of the trends that were already in place before this the the coronavirus hit if you look at computing uh, digitization Remote computing; these were all starting to come up in, in increase over time. They were; these trends were already starting to come in play. Now people are working from home. It, it's been remarkably seamless. Uh, the, the, the shift. I mean, this is why we've had this the, the Nasdaq tech bubble, which we're going to discuss later in the show, that the, the, because everyone's ordered up computers for the home and everything else, but trying to build it again. Another big trend that we've seen is again the moving out. Uh, the computerization, uh, looking out uh, – people are changing how they want to live, how they want to work. I mean do they really want to work in, in the high-cost cities? Uh, the other in – inflation. We're seeing more inflation. That was another trend that was happening. All these trends, people were moving out of the cities ahead. Of, I mean New York City, Chicago, people were getting out of those places. They're lawless. The, the taxes are ridiculous. They, they, the, the cities don't function In in – the, the these trends were in place. The inflation trend was there. The technology trend was. What this has done is it it, it shifted probably at least I will say between five and ten years, maybe a decade of, of changes in technology within a matter of a year here, which is extraordinary. So all of these things are happening, but it, it's changing the world, and 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 that's sort of what we're looking at. If you look at uh, the. Uh, if you look at the the CPI number, uh, again that was a jump up there. If you look at at commodity prices across the board, they're going up, and we've recently, for our clients, have purchased uh, an ETF that that, is, that has uh, the agricultural commodities. We're increasing there. I think uh, I think we're going to see some other things happen there as well. Uh, one of the big stories that came out this week is. China announced plans to boost its strategic commodity reserves uh, to assign, uh, anxiety over food and energy security. And so the Chinese are going to be buying strategic metals. They're going to be buying oil and gas, and they're going to be buying food. Uh, and this is a trend that's going forward. Now, it's gotten a little bit of a boost. What we saw, there were some stories about a month ago about the three gorges – Three uh, Three Rivers Gorge Dam, which is the largest one of the largest dams in the world, was close to bursting in China, and we realized that what was hap- what if that was the case, they're going to have to release huge amounts of water downstream, which also means there was huge amounts of rain and flooding, which means a lot of their crops were were not going to uh, have too much water. They couldn't get in the fields. The tractors can't get in the fields. The the plants or their plants will drown, or, or they'll be washed away, and so. Well, that's why we made, we're kind of making the shift in the agricultural commodity sector. Uh, again, this is more inflation that's happening in here. This is, this is moving up. It, 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 it's more things happening. The Chinese get it. Same with oil. When oil was $20 a barrel, the Chinese were buying oil as much as they could get putting in their strategic reserve. President Trump wanted to buy oil here, and the Democrats were so concerned about helping the oil and gas industry, the industry they want to eliminate, they didn't do it. So the Chinese loaded the boat, the proverbial boat, with oil uh, at $20 a barrel, and here we are the fools in the United States, haven't done anything because it's all politics. And, And so this, again, the Chinese are doing things, the Chinese are basically our rival in the world. They're, they understand what's happening. They're starting to go for the commodities. They understand. I think there's also somewhat of a shift is this is a way for people to get to move out of currencies, which which when we're going to expand upon this, move out of currencies and, and get more into, into safer assets that can't be depreciated or printed away by the European Central bank or the Federal Reserve central bank. Or other central banks around the world. We're going to expand upon this topic in, in just a minute, but tell you what, let's take a quick break right here in the Max Out Saving Show, and we'll be right back. And if you got any questions or comments, you can always call us at 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Saving Show.
0: The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
3: Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media.
0: schydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. And uh, we're just talking about the, the some of these big trends that are in place, the, the trend moving out uh, away from the big cities, working remotely, uh, the, the trend of, of higher uh, commodity prices, uh, the, the, the the trend of, as people stockpile the Chinese, other people stockpile commodities because they're more, the, the, the trend of, of technology trend, which is a, 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 the digitization of, of companies, the digitization, the remote working, all of that type of stuff is, is playing into some of these big trends. Inflation this is another trend that's coming out there as as company as, as governments realize that they, they 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 just they have a hard time uh, dealing with with declines in their economy and they're just going to flood the system with money at, at the central banks and, and the central banks uh, you know, have gotten themselves into a situation where we have record amounts of debt we have more debt than we have GDP right now in the United States over twenty two trillion dollars worth of debt. We'll probably add $3 trillion this year or more, possibly four, it, which is just extraordinary. And and it, it's not us. It's every central bank in the world. It, it, the, uh, you know, the central banks have gotten in where they've gotten too big. They've allowed to get too much, too involved in the economy. The Federal Reserve in the United States is now acting more like a central planning you know, a central planning committee, where where they're, where they're trying to to manage the economy, and managed economy. The failure of socialism and cap, in communism is that you cannot manage an economy. A free market capitalist system, where you have everybody sort of competing and and and, and going out for the best outcome, is so much more efficient. It, 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 no one has come close to the United States in pro- productivity, in production, in innovation. Innovation is just extraordinary be- because of this. It, it, it creates this place where everyone around the rest of the world wants to come to be. They don't want to, nobody. Nobody's rushing to to immigrate into China or the Soviet Union or, or Venezuela, uh, but. Because those things don't work. Central planning doesn't work. And the central banks I, I, you know, have gotten into central planning, and, and they've now become a threat to, to the middle class in this country. Uh, and so with it, we're going to have to be dealing with inflation. So what are you seeing? You're seeing people like China stockpiling commodities. Let's take a look at Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett invested $6 billion in the Japan's five biggest trading houses. In Japan, plus he bought five billion dollars worth of Japanese bonds as well. It, 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 you know, on one side you can say the Japanese stocks are cheap, which are much cheaper than the American stocks. If you look at a, the PEs were about twenty one in the United States and about fifteen percent in Japan, and, and on a dividend basis, the S and P five hundred is about one point seven percent, and Japan's about two point four percent dividend. But also, it's a way. To diversify, because there are, there's a theory out there that the you don't know which, and we talked, and we actually talked about it in a way in the show. We said there's going to be a currency crisis. What we thought would happen with gold, and gold would explode higher. In uh, in and, and, and what we said, look, it's hard to identify which currency is, is, is going to fail. In and, and because because basically, the United States is a pretty good currency, but it's you know it's not that great. But honestly. It looks pretty good because it's like the best house in a bad neighborhood, and and uh, and basically the best house in the ghetto. At the rate the central banks are going, in in the so so, which one is it going to be? So there's a theory out there you diversify into different things. So we don't know if if. if, if Joe, uh, Joe Biden gets in there as president, and, and all of a sudden you've got the Black Lives Matter running the United States of America. It, you know we're going to be spending money using modern monetary theory at the Federal Reserve, and printing. They'll be printing money. It, 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 you can see the collapse of the dollar. And so what you're seeing is some of these smart people are moving money overseas because they're not sure which. A lot i mean i i'm not, I'm not saying Warren Buffett is betting against the United States, but people aren't sure which way this thing's going so you're seeing these these assets move to Europe, Japan, maybe even some to China and the United States because they're not which it's the same type of thing one of these things is going to blow up, and we don't know which one it's going to do you You get a bad election and you all of a sudden you know get litigation and and you get rioting in the streets. I mean, our client, we're having filled enormous number of calls from clients worried about what's going to happen after the election, I mean, I should open a gun store. And But if the country descends into some type of civil war, the, the currency will collapse. And so this is sort of what we're seeing. This is the danger when you get these radical groups and socialists permeating a country and permeating its institutions. Yeah, you know, It's even gotten so bad that now we have this critical race thinking in, in, in corporations, which is basically a complete repudiation of the teachings of Martin Luther King. And you have to judge everybody by the color of their skin, which is just appalling in, in, in a lot of their courses in reeducation and critical race thinking, quite frankly, is a violation of the United States Constitution in uh, President Trump moved to to. Uh, for, to outlaw, or not to outlaw, but he he ordered a stop to to the critical race training in government last week, which is a huge deal, a much much bigger story than anyone really understands. So, a lot of this stuff is happening out after people aren't sure which way to go. That these ma- massive trends are in place. So, so what do you do? And, and the answer is, what you have to do is. You've got to sit there and plan. You've got to plan for some of these big trends. You can detect trends. You can go, hey, but that's an awful expensive place to be. But there's other trends, the inflation trend. These A lot of these assets are cheap. We, we wrote in the most recent Max Out Savings Report about oil and gas. Oil and gas sector, I, I, I want to say it's 2.7% of the, GD, of, of the S&P 500. Back in 2009, it was 16%. And, and uh, technology at the time was 16%. And I think that – I forgot the numbers on, on the technology now. It's about 20-something percent. If you add an Amazon, in Amazon, uh, which they moved over to, a, to one of the other sectors, uh, and if you look at oil and gas, 2.7. So oil and gas is down. Well, you, you, what, you go, well, Ted, why is it so cheap? And I'll tell you why. Two reasons. Well, three. One of them, oil and gas, has dropped to $40. There's an excess supply. Other big one is the institutions think that oil and gas is going to go away the, the, because they've all bought into the global warming thing, uh, the global warming thesis, which uh, oil and gas needs to go away, coal needs to go away, cattle needs to go away. All these things need to go away. And it just makes no sense. It's the Green New Deal. But the third thing that's not well understood is the tremendous pressure a lot of these liberals and and the socialists uh, have infiltrated institutions in this country. And and what they're doing is they're putting huge pressure on these institutions to divest oil and gas and other things. And so this Kind of creates an opportunity for people willing to invest because again one of the trends is going forward is going to be inflation if you're buying oil and gas you 're buying assets in the ground that are long term assets and if you own long term assets, they go up over time if the dollar goes down, oil is priced in dollars it 's going to go up and so this is way you know Warren Buffett you know for all the, the the liberal talk out of Warren Buffett he bought uh one of the uh, big gas pipelines from the uh, – I think it was uh, was it Duke or Dominion, one of the companies. I think he moves about t- oh, close to 20% of the oil and gas, give or take a few percent in the country now, of, the natural, of the natural gas. So he sees these opportunities. He's a shrewd individual. He thinks pretty simply uh, – Take what you want about Warren Buffett. He 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 thinks pretty simplistic. If you analyze what it is, he just takes things that he knows are going to kind of work and moves into the trend and gets in front of the trend. Burlington Northern, he purchased that. You know, he looked at well. There's only a couple uh, uh, railroads going across the United States. If I get control of one of them, uh, you know, there's really not that much competition. I make a bunch of money back and forth transporting things. The, the trend with China is a lot of things are going to go back and forth to the east and the west coast with export into China or Europe. Uh, this is an opportunity. It's pretty simple stuff. What he does, the same thing with allowing money to build up over time, letting your profits run, uh, and letting and, and building up wealth. It's, it's, that's kind of what he really understands, and what, the power of saving a dollar versus spending a dollar is another thing that Warren Buffett gets. A lot of his stuff is very simple. But so Warren Buffett is making some place in in, in the energy sector uh, kind of stealthily, but he's doing it. But this is one of the cheaper sectors in the market. And again, if, if you think inflation is going to be there, oil and gas is going to be the thing. Look, are electric cars going to come out? Yeah. Are there going to be a lot of electric cars? Yeah. They're fantastic. I would love to have a Tesla. I can sit in the car, you know, go on the Internet and – check out and call people up on the phone while I'm driving down the road Well I call anyway, but uh, and just relax in the car and let the car drive. That's a good deal. You can do that with a gas car. The electric car is good, but how are you going to pay for all these electric cars in the road? Somehow you have to have a tax on them. You can't have your and gas. In. And then if you're sitting there in an electric car and you're living in Lake Charles, well, a lot of people still don't have power. It doesn't do very much good with your electric car after a few days, and you can't get power. So, so there's positives and negatives to everything out there, but, uh, but but understand you live in a rapidly changing world, and you want to try to get in front of some of these some of these trends out there. The you know the 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 as like I said, the tech trend is expensive. The big one out there is the this ESG, which is environmental, social, and governance. This is another big trend. This is you know, this is why oil and gas is so cheap. Because what you've got is again, you've got these radicals, the socialists and democrats, that have they permeated these these institutions. This is, it, the, and they're pushing to divest oil and gas, and they're and they're pushing to invest in, in electric cars or, or invest in you know windmills or something else. I mean, there's ten, you know, Texas, you know, for all the talk about Texas. We lead the. Look at they love to trash talk the state of Texas. Up on the East Coast, West Coast, bunch of rubes down there. Take a look at Texas. Texas is the biggest wind producer in the United States. Okay, look at Houston, Texas, fifth, fourth, or fifth biggest city in the United States. We're the most diversified major city in the United States. Again, for all the talk about how, uh, uh, you know, they're such, they're so, you know, we're a bunch of races. Hey, we're not the ones with the race riots. Down here in Houston, Texas. That's in New York and Chicago and Portland. Okay, Those people are supposed to be so perfect. Well, we can all seem to get along down here. We seem to have an awful lot of, envi- of, of, uh, of sustainable wind projects down here, more so than anyone else in the country. Why is it we're always leading in things and these other people are always kind of pointing fingers? And this is the problem in this country. And, and so you want to be in some of these trends. If you want to own property, Texas is a pretty good place to be. Houston, So so anywhere Austin you know that whole corridor between San Antonio all the way up to Fort Worth is probably the best one of the best places in the country. Texas is going to continue to grow. Texas is going to sit there and uh, people are pouring in from California. Uh, They're pouring in from other parts of the country because they've had it. A friend of mine he calls me up the other day. Ted Trump is going to win. I said yeah I know. He goes no you don't understand. He says I'm out of here in California. I, I was out with a lady. She was a professor and uh, with one of the colleges, I don't know, psych or something. It's some one of these uh, Santa Monica or somewhere around there she lived. It, and, and he's talking to her, and she goes, I'm voting for Trump. I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of this. My kids are all mad at me, but I don't care. He's also – he's hiking in the Hollywood Hills. He to, happened to run into a rapper up, that multi-platinum rapper. The guy goes, I'm voting for Trump. I like the guy. If these type of people are voting for Trump, that is a big thing. Trump's going to win. But this is telling you that how fed up people are in California and these other places. They're moving out. They're leaving because of these trends. And so these big trends are in place. And, and, and so this is going to be one of the, the things going forward. And I think some of these trends are going to stay. But is everyone going to move out of the cities? No, they're going to kind of move back. But but it's changing the way we are. So so look at Buffett again, jumping on a trend, the inflation trend, and the diversification trend. Uh, again, th- this is uh, th- that's this is a big trend that's going out there right now. Is what do you do? Uh, you know. How do you protect against inflation? And that's why I'm talking to them, because you have to plan for that for your retirement. Now, I tell you what, we're coming up here in a big break, uh, a quick break. Uh, i tell you, what, if you've got any questions or comments along these topics, give us a call at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
0: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Saving Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics, schydraulics.com.
1: This is Ted Chioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Maxout Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxoutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxoutSavings.com.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Kechioka, and we're discussing what to do. Uh, some of the big trends that's happening, and one of them is really the inflationary trend. Uh, the another the technology trend, the the moving out of cities, the work remotely trend. Uh, these type of things uh, that are happening out there. And by the way, the one thing I forgot we, we're talking a little early about Warren Buffett. He he's bought a, a large amount, over six billion dollars worth of about 5% of each of, of the big five uh, Japanese trading houses. Keep in mind, these big Japanese trading houses also are very big in commodities. Again, he's looking at that – again, this appears to be, I think, he's – I think they're looking at inflation. I, I, think, I think we're looking out over the next couple of years, probably five years, three you know, trend that's going to be happening in this sector. It's going to go up, and then it's going to ramp up quicker over time. And so it's something we want to continue to watch closely. Uh, again, the problem we run into with this type of stuff is is your Social Security is, is, is really it, it's it's somewhat you're going to get somewhat of an inflation adjustment, but not much. And so most people have. A big chunk of their retirement income is more like an annuity with Social Security or a pension. And if inflation comes up, that's very dangerous because inflation over time will really chew up those Social Security and pension payments. And this is why particularly the, – the, look, the average person that comes and talks to us at Max Out Savings Advisors, they have Social Security. Uh, they have a 401k. Maybe they have a pension or a small pension. They roll over their 401k. Sometimes they roll their pension over but but uh, the, the Social Security is—that's is, a nice chunk of, of their of their uh, retirement. And, and, and so, a lot of people—they maybe work part time, have Social Security, don't even really take much out. Well, if if, if you start getting inflation, the that's going to be a big problem for people retirees in this country because over time. Because un- remember, understand. If you have about a fifty percent chance of, of you or your wife is going to live to about ninety years old, and that that, that you know that if you retire at sixty five, that's twenty five years. Inflation can do a lot of damage to a retirement portfolio, and this is why we want to start planning now, where you can buy inflation hedges pretty cheaply out there right now. The long the ten year bond is at point seven or so percent, yielding virtually nothing because people think there's going to be no inflation. Oil and gas stocks are basically that you know one of the smallest parts of the S&P five hundred. Well this that's your opportunity. It's not buying you know long term bonds right now that are yielding nothing. It's it's maybe the oil and gas sector that are maybe paying some pretty good dividends. Something to think about. Uh, the got some questions. Uh, I want to reiterate this is something we talked about on the show. Uh, because of the coronavirus, the United States government has waived the required minimum distribution. Uh, for uh, for IRAs, uh, your 401Ks, your different types of, of plans if you're over 70 and a half or beneficiary IRAs. So this is this is a big deal for people. Uh, when they did it, the market was very low and everyone was worried they're going to lose all their savings, but then the markets come back up, which is a good deal. But uh, the... So a lot of people forget. We still had some people calling in, what, well, what are we going to do the RMDs? So remember... For 2020, you're not required to make uh, a a required minimum minimum distribution for for the year 2020. And so we even had some questions, does that mean I have to take it next year? No, you don't have to take it at all. Now, 2021, likely they're going to reinstate the RMDs back into the system, but no RMD this year. Uh, if you've taken it out, uh, you have 60 days. They, they gave till the uh, August 31st to put it back in for any other ones back. But but so remember. So if you made a mistake, you can try to get it back in. If you have any questions, you can actually call us call us uh, at the office, and we'll try to help you out with that. But but that's required minimum distributions are waived for 2020. So anyway, uh, looking looking in here. The, the inflation. Other inflation plays the precious metal sector. Again, the precious metal sector we like. We think this is a long-term run. If, if we talked in the show, if, if you look at these runs, they tend to be two, three, four, five-year runs. Uh, precious metals has is, is doing pretty well in here. It's been really one of the top performers year to date, and now it's been consolidating for about the last month and a half. Uh, this run really began – uh, if you really put it for march uh march it, it they, these these uh investments have really skyrocketed i think you've got two years at least of move up in the sector uh you know we could see some corrections in here uh silver and gold have corrected uh haven't really corrected i I would have thought we'd have seen a little bit more correction that was when they peaked they, they they had a little correction and then they basically have traded sideways and so they've held up really better than expected uh than 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 other parts of the market and and that's a that's a positive sign because that's what that means the money's coming into the sector i mean they've actually they 've actually held up better than the than than the the tech sector uh in many ways and, and so uh that that is a real positive and and so what I think we're going to see is I, I think the sector's going to continue to do well here uh overall uh, just looking at the at the stocks they really they've held up remarkably well now we're getting a lot of questions of look what what do we go for the market from here this is a tough call if you look at the market right now we we're basically they closed right on for the qq on the nasdaq we closed underneath the 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 50 day moving average but not by a lot it was it's really close. If you look at the QQQs, we're right on the we're right on the the 50 day is where they closed it. And and so if it breaks from the 50, this thing goes lower. Uh, if you look at the S and P 500, uh, again it's almost the same type of thing, close to the 50. It's held above the 50. Uh, so I, I think we want to be cautious. If you look at some of the other ones uh they're starting to kind of back down a little bit in here uh if you look at the uh the, the Russell 2000s under the 50 day moving average i think that goes lower uh and it, it and the the best has been the transports just because there's such a demand for product out there but but looking out um uh, look we're coming we got about 45 days to the election and 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 again, this thing is still heating up. I got my Donald Trump sign. I'm thrilled with that. And but as uh, so I put it in the front yard, but it, it took like two weeks for the Trump sign to come in. But but I, 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 this is the toughest, hardest fought election. I think easily it's easily one of the, the top couple in the in in, in U.S. history. I've not and I really I think you've got to really go pretty far back. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe you could go back to Roosevelt. I mean, that was pretty hard fought. But but this, the, the way many companies and many many individuals and organizations and news organizations have such vested interest in this, and it, it, it's just it, it, it's just I mean, it's almost kind of scary to see. You know, uh, you know, sending out the ballots, millions of ballots out there. I, I don't see how. You, you, you get a, a fair outcome. I mean, the United States for 200 and something, 200 years, Now we're going to be going on 250 years a year and a little bit in the future. And, and we've always had, no one's we've always had respect for our elections, and that's completely collapsed with the Democrats who are like, you know, win at all costs. They've really adopted a scorched earth policy to the point that they're wargaming succession plans for you know, the, you know. Well, what if this happens? Maybe Oregon and Washington and California want to succeed. I mean, it is a scorched earth policy of the Democrats and the Socialists right now, and that that is not conducive to a, a record high stock market prices. We write in the Max Out Savings report. Look, a civil war. No countries currency remains the reserve currency to the world if it's in a civil war. That's just not going to happen. And and, and and so this is a very dangerous game the Democrats are playing. And I know they don't like Donald Trump, but uh, the willing to bet the country on it is just is, – is, is reckless and, 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 and worrisome. And so I think with this type of volatility coming in, and then you're going to have – are we going to have a, a comeback for the coronavirus – it, which is going to be into that October, November, December timeframe. And the problem with that is, you know, you get in that timeframe, the minute anyone gets a sniffle, they're convinced they've had the coronavirus and they're going down. And, and I just think that's going to create a lot of, of just uncertainty there. And, and, and so, and based on the fact that, that we have such high pricing, of, of of the market, I would be very cautious in here. I think you really have to have a risk strategy in this world today, and, and so this is this is something that um, I have to think about. But I, this is kind of I really think it's got to be on right in in here. Just with that election is so uncertain. I mean, it, it, it's reached such a level that that the, you know the, the the Democrats are floating stories. If Donald Trump is is winning by eight points, make sure. You know they can't call the election because the because the 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 the, uh, uh, mail-in ballots haven't come in yet, and so basically they're saying unless Donald Trump wins everything, and the problem with these mail-in ballots, I mean. If you want to, if you want to throw an election, if you want to rig election, you do it through mail-in ballots. I mean, I, I, I could write a book on it. I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. Everything from you go through, you, you collect the mail coming in from Democrat, Republican areas and throw it in the trash, uh, to uh, you know, to going in and ballot harvesting at nursing homes to fraudulent ballots to people voting twice. I mean, they, you know, Pennsylvania sends out votes all over and, the, and, and to mail to people, the mail comes, they're living in Florida and they have for the last five years and then they just stick the ballot back in and send it back up there then they go vote in Florida. This thing is a mess. And, and I, it is not conducive to, 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 for asset prices and stock prices to go up. The American people are genuinely worried and frightened by this. And, uh, I, I think in I think President Trump, I, in 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 a fair vote, there's no doubt in my mind at all. President Trump will win this election. Uh, everything is going his way. Uh, the problem is I'm not sure anybody can. Uh, you know uh, I, I'm not sure it's possible for for him to win because I just think they're going to steal some. When you're talking about sending out 80 million votes, as we write in the report, you know if you if you take. 2% of that is it works out to be, or, you know, it was it 5% of that's 4 million votes? I mean, it, it, that's enough to throw the election. Two, you know, 2% is enough to throw the election, and, and this is a concern. So this is something we'll see. Tell you what, last segment of the show, if you want to get in and have any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here at the Max Out Savings Show. The What else do we have here I wanted to run by? The other thing is, you know, like I said, I mean, really, we're really expanding upon it. To me, it's remarkable. The Federal Reserve, if you look at what they've done is, remember, in the Jackson Hole meetings they had, or remote meetings, they made made the decision they're going to let inflation run hot. Now, we, we just pointed out earlier in the show, in case you just came in, that the last three months uh, uh, since May, the core CPI has gone from uh, has averaged about five point one percent. That's the highest level of CPI in, uh, since nineteen ninety one. Now, granted that we're coming back, there are shortages and things, but in, inflation is clearly five point one percent for a quarter. You're, you're, we're talking about nearly thirty years the highest inflation rate. Think about that. And at the same time, the Federal Reserve has committed to keep rates at zero, and they've been buying longer-term bonds to keep rates at zero. The 10-year bond right now is close at about 0.07 percent, give or take. That's a remarkably low number. And so what that means is you're getting virtually nothing for investing in bonds. When we just saw a pretty high number of inflation. Ted, we got a quick question?
3: Yeah, we have Bob on the line.
2: Hey Bob, you had a question for hey. us. Well, I just uh, I,
4: and I had a comment too. I I just appreciate your honesty and, and your your ability to be real about what's going on out in our society. And uh, you don't hear such such honesty and truthfulness everywhere. And I just want to say thank you. Um, and I I, I I I agree with what you're saying. You're you're uh, you know you're tearing down some old barriers that people don't want to be torn down to hear the, the truth that, yeah, we, we are in trouble, and um, uh, who knows if we're going to be able to make it. And, uh, uh, and I guess this ballot thing is, is going to be a, a terrible mess, and as you said. And so uh, I just, uh, um, nobody really knows everything that's going to happen, but the worst could happen. You know, that's the thing is, yes, the worst could happen. And our country could be terribly harmed and scarred, and uh, that's not a good thing. So I just
2: appreciate your your honesty and your truthfulness. Well, thank you. Yeah, We try to be on the show. Thanks a lot, Bob. Okay. The, yeah, that's – I mean, we look, we, we try to sit there and, and really tell you what we think is going to happen out there, and – uh, look, the one, here's the one good thing. It never pays to bet against the United States of America, and so we'll get through this, but it is really worrisome. I, I think we really need to start looking at what's really happening out there and understanding it and see. But but the inflation, I think is going to be a longer-term thing, and that's, that's the one I think it's going to be tougher. It's going to be very tough to get out of it as well, and so – this is something we're going to watch. I mean, it's really fascinating to see people like China start stockpiling commodities. Warren Buffett suddenly moving into the Japanese conglomerates, which are big into commodities. Some diversification, uh, you know. And, 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 and again, what's strange about the, what not really strange, but but understand, you're like, well, Ted, people, why aren't they seeing this? Well, they sort of are. If you listen to these these people, they're saying, hey, they're starting to say it's coming out there. But what's happening is the Fed is artificially keeping rates low, and they've committed to do it for a while. I don't think you're going to be able to hold it down as long as people think. And that's giving people a false impression. I had a discussion with a friend of mine. They're like, watch the bond market. You know, That's going to tell you what's going to happen with the stock market. I agree, but the problem is, is if you're watching – the bond market's not going to give you clues initially like it normally would. It, the bond market used to be a canary in a coal mine. It's not because basically the Fed is pumping into the air to the canary so the canary won't die when it's getting bad you know when the air goes bad but then it, the, the Fed is buying the bonds because they don't want it. they're trying to dampen down the inflation signals out there they, They're trying to keep the economy going. I mean we're in a crisis in fairness to them, but but we're backed up by just a lot of debt out there. so you want to manage your debt. You want to you want to you don't want to have your debt coming due uh, you know next year three years so you want to get it in, way into the future where you want to lock in longer term borrowing and that's what these big companies are doing because then then that kind of protects you on your house you don't want a variable rate mortgage now you want to get a, a fixed rate mortgage that's going to help you out so so the neat thing to me about this thing is not really the neat thing is but you can sort of get into this trend pretty cheaply right now you know as we said you know precious metals i think we we'll wait we're, it's starting to pull back that's giving you some opportunity the precious metal sector other other inflation plays some of the commodity plays they're pretty cheap right now they either they're not you're not really paying up which is very unusual because again a lot of the the big institutions have bought into this uh ESG trend you know with the environmental stuff and they're kind of afraid to invest there uh and uh, I was listening to uh, one of the, the big uh, 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 metals conglomerate companies in the United States were saying they were getting into fertilizer because they want to. They they can show they're trying to save the planet too. So that so that's unique. So for instance, the, the the tech trend is awful expensive. That's an expensive trend to get into. So kind of look and see where you can get into cheaply into things. And and I think that's what's be. But you want to over time really start preparing for the inflation with your retirement over the long term because it gets very detrimental to your social security, to your pension. And and, and remember, you got to your retirement's likely to be 25 30 years. We don't know when the future, so you've got you got to plan for the long term retirement it's long-term planning. It's it's really the old day of you know you retire then you buy. They used to put you know eighty percent of their money into bonds because people used to, they you know back in the forties and fifties they retire at sixty-five they wouldn't last much more up ten years. The world is different today, so plan for retirement. By the way, a couple things. If you need some help. Go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings with an S dot com. Sign up for the free report. We write a lot about this in the report. We try to take these things down to very simple levels so you can help you out with your time. Look, we've had top Wall Street strategists get that report because, we, we, as, as the caller said, we're honest, we're straightforward. We give you what we think. We take complex ideas and break them down simply so you can understand, and we try to get ahead of everyone else. It's a free report. Go to our website. And if you need help with your retirement, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We'll value investors. Anyway, have a great weekend next week. And uh, we will uh, see you then. Uh, Until then, remember the motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. We'll see you next week.
0: This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer.